Welcome to For the Health of It. I'm your host, Corian K. Pad Padgett, and this is your number one source for all things sports, health, and fitness related. Oh, hold on, Coach. What does For the Health of It stand for? Good question, Austin. The For and For the Health of It stands for our four principles, which are mindset, movement, nutrition, and recovery. Okay, cool. Let's do it for the health of it then. Man, 2021 has been a crazy, hectic year. Uh, for the Health of It was nominated for two award shows, uh, the Black Podcasting Awards and the, the uh, People Choice Awards for podcasts. So, as you may be able to tell by that earlier sound, I am now a proud father to a new beautiful baby girl. And that put a little, you know, change in the plans. At the start of this year, I was planning on releasing a new episode every week. But being a new parent, uh, it's, it's different. <laughs> it, it definitely put a halt to those plans. But I appreciate each and every one of you uh, for listening to this show. Thank you so much. And now, without further ado, let's get into this new episode. Welcome to another edition of For the Health of It. I'm your host, Corian K. Pad Padgett. And today, I have the honor of interviewing Dr. Tiara Rowe. How are you doing, ma'am? I'm great. Good day. After yesterday's situation, I'm doing wonderful. It did not shake my peace at all. <laughs> hey, that's, hey, that's a blessing right there. That's a blessing. Uh, Dr. Rowe is over in... All right, what part of Georgia are you in? I'm in uh, east of Atlanta. Okay, okay. Cool, cool, cool. So is that a city or tell me about that east of Atlanta? Uh, like is it no yes i'm in one of the metro cities of atlanta so it's um you know it's it's like i said it's east of atlanta latonia and it's uh yeah just a suburb cool 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 i I, i've heard that i heard that terminology before i didn't know if it was like you know a, a particular city like uh in new orleans they have new orleans east or orleans east which is like its own actual little city so i didn't know if it was well, so when I say east of Atlanta, like I'm outside of the city, but there's east Atlanta. <laughs> oh, there is an east Atlanta. Yeah, so they, like when people refer to east Atlanta, I mean, it's just the, the eastern part of the actual city versus me being in the suburbs, which is east of the city Got or it. outside of the city. So, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. So uh, are you from that area? Um, I wasn't born here, but I pretty much was raised here. So I've been here a long time. Cool, cool, cool. So uh, let's go ahead and tell me about yourself. Uh, what do you do? And yeah, so, so yeah, go ahead and tell me what do you do? So I am a doctor of physical therapy and certified athletic trainer. And um, so I graduated from Florida State University with my bachelor's in athletic training. Well, and sir. then well, I went on to pursue physical therapy from Emory University. And I graduated in 2013. And I've been just doing that for the past set over seven years now. And, you know, I've been traveling. I've had the opportunity to work with some USA sports teams. So like USA volleyball and also the U S soccer federation. And, um, you know, just had a great opportunity serving those organizations. And, you know, right now I am working in my business, which is called the TNT effect. And I provide, provide sports performance rehab and wellness services for the elite athletes. And, you know, with that, COVID has, you know, kind of shifted a lot of things for me 
particularly last year. And so it really forced me to take the time to sit back and really get the framework and start building my business. And so that's what I've been doing since this whole COVID, um, you know, pretty much took over a lot of things in our lives these days. So that's what I have going on right now. Cool, cool, cool. So uh, when did you start your own or when did the TNT effect come about? So in 2000, what year is this? 21? So 2019, kind of like mid-year, you know, I was like, you know what? I need to figure out what I can do to start to build my own. Right. Because I've been that person like, okay, I need to uh, figure out how I can work and do things the way that I desire to do them. And, um, you know, really focus on pushing my mission and my vision for what I want my career to look like. Right. And so I started doing research and different things. And um, at that time is when it when the idea started to really to be birthed. And I established the company. And what I mean by establish it, I started to, the registration process and all that in 2019. But again, it wasn't until, um, you know, the shutdown is when I really hit the ground running and started getting things in place, building the website, building the framework and all those things that were necessary for me to really be ready to start seeing patients and clients and things of that nature you know it's been challenging of course because you know the uh, being able to market and meet people face to face and all those different things has been a difficult time right. but um you know you got to keep keep going keep persevering and and you know work towards those goals no matter what facts 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 so before you started your own you were working for uh, another company yeah, so I was doing travel physical therapy, and basically what that looked like was I would work with different travel agencies or staffing agencies, and, you know, I'll take on a contract, and I would travel to different states or whatnot and work for, like, three months at a time. Um, a standard contract was about 13 weeks, so, you know, I, I had the opportunity to either extend or not extend if the opportunity was there or if I, you know, had the desire to do so. Okay. Uh, what's the furthest you've traveled? Um, the furthest I've traveled for an actual travel opportunity was California. Okay. However, I've actually, um, earlier on in my career, I did relocate to Hawaii for a position. So Nice. Tell me about that. Uh, well, I love Hawaii. Hawaii was, it's great. But um, obviously, it's different living there versus vacationing there, right? You know, the cost of living is high. Um, you know, the salary isn't necessar necessarily commensurate with the cost of living. But, you know, it's a great place to be. The people are amazing. And um, I had a great time there. Um, I didn't stay very long just because I knew for me the opportunity for career growth and, you know, the, the job that I was working at or the facility I was working with working at wasn't necessarily um, ideal for my goals and, you know, what I wanted to do with my career. So I only stayed about six months. Okay. Okay. And that was what, like fresh out of college? No, I was about a year out, just short of a year out at that time or working, I should say. Okay. So I was still pretty young in my career at that time. So if I had to guess you're about what, 33 at the oldest? 34. Okay. All right. Cool. 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 So, uh, you, you, what year did you graduate high school? Oh, six or oh, five. Oh, five. Okay. All right. Cool. 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 So I'm asking all this cause I want to get my timeline right. And you, you majored in athletic training 
And what made you want to major in athletic training? That is a loaded question. Um, I've actually always wanted to be in the healthcare profession. Mm-hmm. And I started out wanting to be a physician and a pediatrician at that. Actually, yeah, a pediatrician. My older sister, or oldest, I should say, because I have an older sister by eight minutes. <laughs> okay. But, uh, okay. I, yes, I do have a twin. But my oldest sister, uh, when I was in the third grade, she wanted to be a pediatrician. So I was like, okay, I want to be like my older sister. And I want to be a doctor too. And it stuck with me. The type of physician changed over the years or whatever. So I I went from, I can't even remember the timeline, but I know at some point I wanted to be an OBGYN. I wanted to be a cardiologist, a a neurosurgeon, just an orthopedic surgeon. And so by the time I got to my senior year, I was introduced to athletic training. It wasn't like a big thing. Um, during the time like throughout most of my high school years because I don't even think we had one up until maybe my senior year and I was introduced to the profession and I was like okay this is kind of interesting so at that time I was juggling between going to school to major in um, for pre-med to become an orthopedic surgeon or I think an OBGYN and so I was kind of like on the fence between those two and I think the idea of majoring in um, athletic training was was or sports medicine was a good route for me to get to that profession and so i that's what made me go into athletic training at that time cool 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 so what was the athletic training program like at uh at fsu i mean it was a grind for sure because first of all you had to going into it my freshman year I had to take an intro to athletic training course right and that was kind of like uh that was a part of the the application process. So you had to take that intro class, you had to pass certain competencies and like actually check off on those. And then you, we had to do an interview and um, we had to do kind of like a volunteer observation type of thing during that time too, at like a local high school or one of the other um, sports programs in the community. And of course you had to get like recommendations and stuff like that. So it was kind of almost like applying to grad school. And so I got accepted So going into my sophomore year, that's when I started my core classes for the major, as well as having to do the university, um, meet the university requirements. And so it was it was tough because you had, you know, full time classes on top of having I was uh, I had a work study job and practice. So we had to go in and um, before the athletes. Started so, practice. Practice. You, had to, you had treatment, right? You had to go to treatment and all that. Yeah. So we had to do like treatments. We had to prepare for a uh, practice, go to practice, right. break down practice. Um, what sport? Some of you? us sports. Um, so I worked with track and field, swimming and diving. I worked with soccer, football, um, and then also like a couple sports like off off campus or at one of the community colleges. Okay. Okay, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Man, that's she. And you had a work study, work study job. Yeah, I I didn't have a ton of time for a social life. I should say. Okay, okay. Yeah, I I believe you now that you say you had a twin because I bet she was doing half the work for you. Oh no, she she was uh, grinding in her own major. Okay. Her major was pretty uh tedious and time consuming as well. So. So uh, why why did you choose Florida State? I chose for this is that's a good question because I actually didn't have any desire to apply to any Florida schools because I'm originally from Florida and I was like I don't want to go to Florida. 
and I don't want to stay in Georgia. And, um, but I ended up applying to about three Florida schools anyway. And and with Florida state, it had a a great program, the the sports medicine program, sports medicine slash athletic training at the time when I first got in, but it, so I was like, okay, yeah, I can go here. And then my sister got accepted as well. So I was like, okay, cool. We'll just go to the same school and that works out just fine. I was also able to get in-state tuition. So that was even a a better bonus. (laughs) Right, right. Okay, so uh, you're you're in the athletic training program. At what point while you're in the program do you say, basically when I finish this undergraduate degree, I'm going into physical therapy school? I want to say, I think it was either the last semester of my junior year or like the semester right before I started um, senior year. And I I realized, well, I knew early on, once I got into the athletic training program, I was like, man, this is so time consuming. How do people have, you know, a family, get married and all that stuff? Because it's very time consuming. You travel, the hours are unconventional. And I was like, okay, I need to figure out something that will give me the flexibility. And so I came across physical therapy and I was like, you know what? I can do this. There's a huge overlap in what we do anyway. Facts. And so, so I was like, okay, cool, I can do this. And so at that point, that's when I started researching different schools and programs. And I decided that I was going to take that leap and, and go into physical therapy. And it also gave me an opportunity, even though I decided that I didn't want to go to med school. I was like, you know what, I'll still get a doctor degree. <laughs> Doctorate. So it worked out anyway. Yeah. So uh, you graduated uh, Florida State in 2009. So I finished the semester early. So I finished in 2008. Uh, congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> on that. Congratulations on that, man. Uh, it took me, it took me six years to get my undergrad. <laughs> uh, Listen, I was, I remember my freshman year going to like orientation and everything. And they were like, you know, take these, take 12 credits. You don't want to take more than that because it's a lot, it's too much. And I did the math and I was like, there's no way I'll finish in four years without taking more than that and doing summer classes. So I don't know. I was taking like 18, 19 credits a semester. I was in um, school every summer. And then eventually I realized that I can graduate early. So I was like, oh, yes, I'm doing this. Congratulations, man. Hey, you, you are. I don't know if anybody has ever said this to you, but you are an inspiration. Thank you. Uh, to, to everybody, no matter race, creed, or gender, big ups to you for that. Uh, so if, if I'm doing this math right in my head, in that 07 to 2010 range is when they the field of physical therapy, because at first you just got your master's in physical therapy, but around that timeline is when they started shifting and saying it will be now a doctorate program. So am I correct in thinking like you – or can you, you, I'm going to let you explain that. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So initially PT started out as a bachelor's degree. So you'll find, you know, a lot of seasoned PTs who have a bachelor's and then a transition at some point to a master's. Right. And then somewhere in that timeline you were speaking of, I think it was, I think that's about right. It started shifting towards the doctorate. Um, 
And so now I don't think you'll find too many programs, if any at all, that have a master's program. So you you were uh, somewhere, you basically what I'm saying is like you're in that first group of classes. Um, no, I'm not in the first group because there are some groups that actually came, a number of groups that came before me gotcha. with, and graduated with their doctorate. So okay. I'm, not, I'm not the first. <laughs> hey, I, was about to, I was about to clap it up for you again. Hey, but uh, My next question, uh, you already mentioned it, but can you remind me where did you get your, uh, where did you go to PT school? I went to Emory University. Okay, in Atlanta. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cool, cool, cool. And what made you chose Emory? Well, when I was looking at schools, I, first of all, it was a great location. And um, also just the program itself was uh, one of excellence, a great program to, um, to be a part of. And also it's always been a part of like the top five uh, schools, DPT programs in the nation. Right. So that was um, a bonus as well. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, I had a homeboy of mine from high school where I'm from Biloxi, Mississippi. So, uh, this dude, I don't know where it was like, yeah, I'm going to Embry. I'm like, well, where is that? He said in Atlanta. I haven't seen him since he's been doing well though. Uh, I keep up with him on social media. So shout out to my boy D red doing, uh, doing well, doing real well. Uh, my next question for you is what type of modalities differentiate, uh, or no, nah, what type of the scopes of practice between a PT and an athletic trainer? Can you tell me about that? Well, a lot of what athletic trainers do deals with the athletic population, right? Mm -hmm. And so they tend to be that first line of defense when it comes to acute care, you know, those injuries that happen, they're there, the first ones to evaluate them and uh, make the recommendations and you know they'll depending on the organization that they're a part of they'll be involved in extensively in the rehab process and in some spaces it may not be that extensive it may um you know kind of if they're the only one there and they have a large team and they don't have a lot of time it may look the rehab process may look a little bit different right but when it comes to PT, we deal with all populations as it relates to um, functional limitations, musculoskeletal, neurological issues, and a whole gamut of different things. And so we are less restricted when it comes to what we can do and the autonomy. You know, a lot of states have some form of direct access and, um, which means you may not necessarily require a physician referral to initiate care. Gotcha. But again, that looks different in, in various states. Whereas an athletic trainer, you know, if, even if they are working in a clinical setting, their um, abilities may look different. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So we, Dr. Uh, Dr. Roll, we, we talked about what you do. You're, you're, you're a physical therapist and you're a certified athletic trainer. Uh, and you own your own company. So you, you just wear major hats, a lot of different hats. So now I wanna know why, what's your why? My why is I want to be able to provi provide 
excellent care, a holistic approach to healthcare for elite athletes. And, you know, sometimes we see people um, or athletes or whoever it may be, whoever the client or patient may be, it's, you know, you look at the condition or their physical issue and treat that, but it's, but that's not the case. There's, um, we're dealing with a lot of different components. There's the mental aspect, you know, you have a spiritual aspect, all of the emotions that um, people deal with, you have to take on all of that. So we do wear a lot of hats as PTs and also as athletic trainers, you know, as, um, people tell you a lot, <laughs> you build that rapport with them. We spend a lot of time with our patients. And so we do build that relationship. And a lot of times they tend to trust us and they tell us a lot. So you have to be able to, um, you know, not just see them or just see the diagnosis. And so for me, it is important to address the whole person and not just the physical ailment. Okay. No, I love it. I love it. Uh, what does the TNT stand for? So the TNT came from, um, it, it's actually a nickname that, people called my sister and I because our both of our names start with a T and I, I initially didn't want to go that route with um with naming the business and um, my sister was like maybe you should think of something you know with TNT and I was like yeah I don't know it's not really clicking for me right. and one day I was on my way to church and this particular day so I was crossing the street and we normally have um you know officers who direct the traffic Right. And so one of the officers who we would see all the time and speak to us very nice. I know that day he just looked like something was um, something was off. He was frustrated by something. So we asked him, like, hey, what's up? What's going on? And he told us. And um, but then he was like, but you know what? Every time I see y'all, y'all like brighten my day. It's like, you know, the sunshine or something like that, something along those lines. And he was like, yeah, it's like the TNT effect. So when he said that, it clicked for me, and I was like, "That's it, the TNT effect." Oh, that's dope. <laughs> that is dope. That's and so he cool. had no idea that that was like a nickname of ours. Right, 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 man. That's cool. And the 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 crazy thing about it is, after that day, I've not seen him since to even say, "Hey, you know what? I named my business. Um, you like you inspired the name for my business." Wow, that's crazy. That is crazy. And I'm looking at your logo uh, on Instagram, man, on your shirt. It, like you said, you can see the sun rising. You see the athletes, uh, the silhouettes of the athletes and whatnot. Uh, nah. And if, you, if you're just looking at it from far back, it looks like an explosion, almost like TNT. And then, yeah, no, I love it. I love the logo. I love all that. So my next question goes back to your why. And you were talking about a holistic approach, you know, the mental, the physical, and the spiritual. Uh, what where do you stand on preventative medicine versus rehabilitative medicine well obviously there is a place for both um ideally i would like for our quote unquote healthcare system to be more proactive versus reactive and mm -hmm. so that involves implementing preventive care and wellness and all and equipping people with the tools and resources that are needed to prevent you know, long-term issues and a lot of things that can be prevented, you know, that are within our, um, within our own control. Right? right. So I think that, um, for me, first and foremost, I think 
preventive medicine is huge. It's necessary so that we don't have to deal with all the the common things that happen, like the diabetes, the high blood pressure, the high cholesterol, you know, all those things that lead to a gamut of other health issues, right? Right. Okay. Okay. So uh, great, great response again. Uh, before I get you out of here, you mentioned before we started recording, you got your own podcast and I would not feel right, Dr. Roll, if I didn't allow you to shout out your own. So definitely shout out your own podcast and all that. Yeah, absolutely. It's called the TNT Effect, the Athletes Podcast, and you can find us on Apple, um, Spotify, Google Podcasts, pretty much almost any podcast platform that you can think of. We're also on YouTube, so just um, type in the TNT Effect, the Athletes Podcast, and you'll find that. And um, also, my IG handle is at the TNT Effect. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, Do you have a website? I do. It's www.thetnteffect.com. Cool, cool, cool. Hey, Doc, we appreciate you. Next time I get you on, uh, I don't, I don't like not prepping my my guests, so I didn't uh, send you any sample questions. Uh, that's more specific to the field of PT, and uh, so I'm not gonna ask you any of those today. But next time, if if you will uh, come back, it would be a pleasure to have you back. Uh, I will ask you those type of questions. Uh, so thank you so much again for coming on. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Yes, ma'am. This has been another episode of For the Health of It. I'm your host, Corian K. Pad Patch.